This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. Thanks very much for joining us. Once again, the studio looks like we're doing an episode of Mod Squad. One black, one blonde, and Chick McGee. Beating my head on the counter. Did you say that every time we have anybody in that's here. That's why he's pissed. We are in the Napa Auto Parts studios. Pointing out, that's the definition of hell. Repetition? Repetition. Okay, I'm sure it's a delight for someone. <laughs> Small child, children like repetition. They love it, yeah, and they, they love, love and they love the show Mod Squad. Speaking of delight, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they're aware of Mod Squad. I, oh, I think it was the show Mod Squad uh, was a, was great because it uh, was one of the first shows representing uh, diversity in American culture. So, which was very important. That, of course, in the show uh, I Spy. Oh well. Um, that, yeah, you can't really that talk Bill, about that. Bill Cosby thing kind of ruined that. Didn't no, Bill. Oh, Bill, 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 naughty boy. What's oh. in the Jello? Oh, <laughs> oh quaaludes. <laughs> uh, welcoming to the show, the blonde in question is uh, is comedian Allie Breen. She's right there. That's Al Jackson. And Al's been you've been all over the world since we last saw you. You've been to the UK. Were you in uh, Australia too? I was in Australia. I was in Scotland taping a. A TV show out there, so yeah, I've been been Did around. Did you write? Do you write wow. a kangaroo? Can you write? Right a kangaroo? now, sure. we're going to switch gears completely <laughs> oh, and yes. uh, go south a little bit to talk with the great Jeff Foxworthy. I think we have him on the phone already. Jeff, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Oh, it's it's always a great pleasure to speak with you, Jeff. Uh, we are fine I, now. I know among among many other things coming up for you, you have Jeff and Larry's backyard barbecue. Which yes. is a very yes, very unusual. Can you give me the background? Find another way to amuse ourselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, obviously, Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy. But the twist is, you're going to have some great bands with you. Um, yeah, we're we're going to do these outdoor things where people could just come eat and have comedy and music. We we got Marshall Tucker and Foghat out on a bunch of these dates. That'll be fun. Isn't Go. that like a fun night? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love Marshall Tucker. Me too. I absolutely love Marshall Tucker. And, of course, Foghat, boogie-woogie all night long. You can't stop. <laughs> Slow ride, come on. Slow ride, boo for the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can't you see Marshall Tucker? Just, oh, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, can't band. you? I, I, I used to sing that Marshall Tucker tape, probably eight-track. Uh, wear that out in my yeah. We were just talking yesterday about sounds in culture that have disappeared, and one of them is... That sound in the middle of Peter Frampton, Do You Feel Like I Do, when it <laughs> it switches the 8-track, it clicks right in the middle of the song. That's yeah. a sound that we'll never hear again. And, and you and do you remember, you knew where in when it would click, you would know, okay, I've got to play like a third of the next song, and then if I hit the button twice, I can flip over and it'll be the start of Do You yep. Feel Like We mm-hmm. Do. Yeah. And, you know? and mean, Peter Frampton himself has been here many times, and he is one of the greatest guys ever. Yep. Really? That's cool to know. Yeah, he's such a sweet guy, and, and he, he totally gets it, and he, he knows where his songs flip on 8-track. Yep. And, and, and I will tell you this, on uh, Do You Feel Like We Do, you know, in the middle, you have like the little uh, electric piano solo in there, just a little bit. Bob Mayo, Bob Mayo, yeah, Bob yeah. Mayo on the keyboards. Bob Mayo. <laughs> yes. I can, every time it's on, I, I have yep. to say that. Bob Mayo <laughs> on the keyboards. Bob Mayo. <laughs> That's right. We are speaking not with Bob Mayo. We are speaking with Jeff Foxworthy, who is uh, going to be doing a special series of shows. Uh, coming up with uh, Larry the Cable Guy, who we spoke to a couple days ago. It's the, it's Jeff and Larry's Backyard Barbecue. These guys have a long history together. But adding a little spice to it, I guess a little barbecue sauce, by adding, among other things, uh, as you mentioned, Foghat and the great Marshall Tucker Band. 
Have you yeah, had a chance? We, we were just trying to think what would be a little bit of something for everybody. A couple of years ago, we did a thing. I did a thing in Austin called Red Fest, where it was like comedy and music, and it's you know it's just a nice. That's a nice mix of things if you get the right mix. And um, also, I, I think Jeff, it's a way to introduce people to something they haven't heard because we live in a culture now in which everyone only. You know, people with one political persuasion watch this show, others watch this show. They never get together. So people that like one kind of music never get to hear. Some, hey, I never heard someone, someone's going to go, yeah. sad. You know, even it's like, really, we, we don't, yeah, you're right. We peg to our sides and we don't ever come to the middle and just talk. So, But you'll be introducing people to, um, I mean, well, first of all, you introduced people for better or for worse to Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying, I remember you saying when you set that whole thing up, you said, I'd want, I wanted to bring, you were talking about Ron White and Larry, and you said, I wanted to bring people on this tour that I thought were funny that made me laugh. Yeah, and, and, and the world didn't know who they were, but I, I'm like, these guys are funny. You know, I've been hanging out with them for 15 years. They're funny. and Now, I, I do want to do a quick reversal. That went because, well, by the way. Uh, it, it went well. Yeah, yeah. That, that worked yeah. out. Great decision. Uh, but I, I just think when you bring, you're going to bring bands, like you say, you're going to bring Fog Hat to people that may not have ever heard them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Th- th- they get to enjoy that. But I, let me, I want to reverse this just a little bit because I'm sure there was a time before you got really well known that you had to open for a band and that typically is not the best venue for a comedian let me this is the closest that i came to getting out of comedy one year <laughs> and it was early on you know it was probably a couple of years into it and and i i remember to this day i was making 50 bucks for the gig i was playing in daytona beach during college spring break Middle of the day. Now, tell me how is this for a comedy setup? I was between Poison, the, you know, the heavy metal sure. band, Hair band, and the Hawaiian Tropic Bikini Contest. <laughs> oh, I've MC'd Middle of though. the day. So it's on the stage. And it's like, you guys want to hear some more rock and roll? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see some beautiful women in bikinis? Yeah. Okay, but first. A comedian. <laughs> they are th- before I get to the microphone. They're throwing beer at me. Oh, I mean, it's just yikes. horrible. And I thought I can't do this. You know, I, I I've got to find something else to do for a living. And, yeah, that, and I that's came very close to quitting that day. But now, so glad you did. But now it'll be Jeff Fox for the Larry the Cable Guy, the likes of Foghat, Marshall Tucker. What what order are you going to go in? Have you figured that out? I have no idea. You know what? And the fun thing is I have no ego in it anymore, which is like with the blue collar thing. After we did it the first time, I'm like, hell, I'll go first. I don't care. I don't have to close. I mean, I'll go first. I'll be the MC. I don't care uh, what order I go in. But but, you know, the reason we all got into this stuff was we were fans, and so it's just so much fun to sit there on the side of the stage and watch this, you know, and sing along with everybody else. So, now, Do you sing at all? Uh, horribly. Are you, horribly. Do you think you'll get dragged up there for a... Uh... I hope so, but when I sing, people pledge money to find a cure. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with him? We've got to fix that. We are speaking, of course, with uh, the comedian Jeff Foxworthy. Lots of dates coming up for Jeff, and uh, including the special Jeff and Larry's Backyard Barbecue. Let's get to what's happening in, in your life. Um, are you, You're an empty nester? Is, is, that, is that happening right now? Yeah, 
Yeah, we are. All the uh, in fact, my youngest is about to graduate from Auburn. So wow, like great. Good. So wow. Yeah. Well, you know, but but it's emptiness or because I really thought I wasn't going to be wearing pants. You know, for like the first year <laughs> after the first after the last one left. But but really, you quit taking care of the kids and you just start taking care of your parents. I think they pass each other in the oh. driveway. Oh, so good point. There, there, there's not a whole lot of free time in between. Okay, but uh, I, I talking about taking care of parents. You'll love this. So, my mom, my mom called last week, and I answered the phone because I didn't have anything I really needed to do for about an hour and a half. And uh, <laughs> y'all, when mom calls, you really, literally, it's like you go, "Do I have anything to do for the next hour?" So I'm so I'm talking to her, and she she, ta- she tells me that there's a couple of been a couple of break-ins in her neighborhood and i said well you know that's concerning and my mom goes yes she goes i'm seriously thinking about getting my carry permit oh wow now my mom is 80 okay she, her her eyesight's terrible she her she can't hear and her balance is like ron white after midnight <laughs> and and now she wants to get a gun and, and i don't have the heart to tell her you know mom last week we were talking about not letting you drive anymore and and I am a big proponent of of the Second Amendment. And call me overly cautious, but I think if you're wearing a life alert, you probably shouldn't be packing heat. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You know, bless <laughs> her heart. I mean, and and I don't want to tell her. You know, if if loading the magazine of a Smith and Wesson is any more difficult than opening a jar of pickles, she's screwed. I mean, though <laughs> <laughs> so it would be a good commercial, wouldn't it? If my arthritis had gotten so bad I could barely jack around in the chamber, but thanks to new improved buffering, I can make it rain, blood. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy is our guest once again. Jeff, um, out in the world doing lots of stuff, including. Uh, a, a tour this summer called Jeff and Larry's Backyard Barbecue. Yeah, and they go to they go to our websites. We're doing a bunch of dates, and it's just you know we thought, how do you fill up you know like the afternoon and the night with just comedy and food and and cool music? So it'll be so, great. Trying something different, but I but I think it sounds like fun. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. And again, you get a chance to expose people to uh, to something they might not be familiar with, and. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what's fun for me is if when you're not familiar with it, and then you go give it a try, and then you leave, and then you've got to go buy that music. Oh, yeah. You really liked it, you know. Yeah. I can actually remember being, before I was in radio, the two times I ever called a radio station. I can remember pulling over my car when I heard the, I heard, I didn't know who it was, I heard the Sultans of Swing, which was Dire Straits. And yeah. I heard, God, that's a great song. I pulled over and called the radio station. From a phone booth? Yep. What is that? <laughs> wow. I want more of that, yeah. please, right now. And you probably went right to the record store and bought it. Yeah. And and now, of course, you take that thing in your phone and hold it up, and there it is, and Shazam. And mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, it's, I, I it kind of like to emphasize that comedy and music actually come from people. Yeah. Not everything streams out of a digital thing. That's actually, if you can get people to go out and do something, which obviously uh, Jeff Foxworthy and Larry can do, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is a good thing. Like you said, you know, when you're having fun like that, if you're listening to music or you're listening to comedy, you you forget about all the differences, you know, that mm-hmm. that we all have. And and the hell, I I believe everybody's going through a struggle in life. So to me, laughter is like the release valve that keeps the boiler from exploding. 
And so, yeah. Well, one of the things one of the things that you guys do, and I don't know if you're going to do this on this particular tour, but I've seen you do it before. In order to keep yourselves engaged in what you're doing, sometimes you guys set a few stools up on the stage, depending on who you're with, and just go at each other and just talk. And so you can amuse you can amuse the other guy sometimes and just by saying something you'd never thought of before. Absolutely. That's the way when Larry and I have been out on tour for the last year at the end of the show, we bring stools up, pull the lights up, and take questions. And it's gut-splittingly funny. I, though I told him we're, we're sadly becoming Tim Conway and Harvey Corman. I can't look at him anymore you know, without, without laughing. One of my favorite things to do, and I'm not kidding, if you ever get a chance, watch old episodes of McHale's Navy with Tim Conway and watch Tim Conway when he's not the focus of the action, and he is hilarious. He's just doing this little stuff. So comparing yourself to Tim Conway, he's he's one of the great masters. Geniuses. We, we had Vicki Lawrence was on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, and I was telling her my idea of bringing the stools out was based on Carol Burnett because I loved it, you know, to mm-hmm. see them laugh at each other. And she said, let me tell you, when we used to rehearse that show, we would rehearse it the same way for four days in a row. And then they would let the audience in and turn the cameras on. And she said, Tim would do it totally different than we had rehearsed <laughs> it for the four days. For no other reason than to make us laugh. So, But that's how you create fresh content. We were talking Absolutely. off the air with, with – uh, we have a bunch of comedian guests here. We were talking off the air about how sometimes maybe you'll be on stage and you do this great ad lib and then you get off stage. And, hey, that was a really great joke you did about, you know, whatever, about that dog. And you go, what are you talking about? And, then, and you've forgotten totally. it. It's, it's, it's lost comic, to the... You're walking off going, what was I talking to that lady about? What was I talking to that lady about? You know, because you know it was funny. You just don't remember what it was. Yeah, I, I was talking to Robert Klein, uh, the great comedian, and uh, uh, he was on he was on a broad, in a Broadway show in the, in the uh, late 60s, and he would go to what was then, I, I guess, the improv, which was a little tiny room, and there was mm-hmm. it was pr- the pre-comedy boom, and he would take a giant Sony reel-to-reel tape deck and tape every show just in case. And that's how he built up what would eventually become the great album Child of the 50s. But yeah. now you can record every show with your phone. Oh, yep. Yeah. No, no, one even, no one even sees it. It's a, it's a whole different world. But Klein was telling me he, um, he was on some boat uh, tour thing a few years ago, and uh, he was with the guys from, it was like Sony or something, and, and he was telling them the story, and they, they were saying they, they were from Japan. And they were saying, well, you know, today we they were talking about these little tiny recorders. And he goes, oh, well, my career has gone the same way as the size of those tape recorders. <laughs> <laughs> he was kidding. If you ever get a chance to see Robert Klein, he is the greatest. And, yeah, very funny. Uh, in that tradition, of course, the great Jeff Foxworthy. And uh, once again, uh, Jeff, all your tour dates are posted. They are. Yeah, we'll, you just go to jefffoxworthy.com. They're we'll, right there. We'll link to them. Now, are you still actively bow hunting? I am. Yeah, if I'm not working, yeah, I'm usually on a tractor or hunting season. I'm bow hunting. Uh, uh, I, I shot a moose in the Yukon with my bow at 15 yards last year, and only oh. my laundry man knows for sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure that if if there was a time machine and you could go back to being the young 22 year old Jeff Foxworthy and someone someone said, "Look, you're going to be on the the cover of the, the Turkey Hunter magazine," <laughs> he would have said no. <laughs> Yeah, which I have been. I know. That's why why I said that. Jeff, always a pleasure. Thanks for getting up early and taking the time to talk to us. You guys have been such great friends for a long, long time. So This is one of those when you have interviews to do and I see you on there, I'm like, yes. 
good. We like to be responsible for some of the stupidest questions and, and spending most of the time talking about Peter Frampton instead of you or the band. <laughs> no, you, you know what? You're responsible. You're responsible for turning Americans on to hundreds of comedians. Oh well, thanks. You, you're you're like the comedian's best friend. So. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. It's always a great pleasure. We'll see you soon. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, have a good day. See you.